five, four, three, two, one. Wah, 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 wah. This is episode number 407 of WP Water Cooler, a second helping of governance, the PHP Foundation. The real Black Friday. Brought to you by us over at WP Water Cooler. Go to WPWaterCooler.com slash store and buy a cool shirt with my last name on it. Those are real. They really exist. And InMotion Hosting. Go to InMotionHosting.com to learn more. Check them out over at InMotion Hosting for 24-7 support, affordable prices, and learn how you can launch your website in minutes. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me at Jason Tucker on Twitter. He's Steve Zinkett. He's not here today. No, he's playing golf. He's playing golf. Hi, I'm Say, and I make WordPress teach WordPress, brief WordPress, lament WordPress sometimes at Say Read Media on all the things, but mostly Twitter. And it's your boy, Jason Cosper, a.k.a. Fat Mo Mike, back at it again on the world's most influential WordPress podcast. You said Speaking it. Speaking of which, go and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. We'd really appreciate it. And if you're the oh. chatting sort, you can go and hang out with us on Discord. Go to wpwaterquad.com slash Discord. You don't have to pay a monthly there. fee, just FYI. You don't have to pay a monthly fee. It's free. And by free, we mean free. All right, folks. So today we're going to be discussing Black Friday deals in WordPress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for coming to hang out with me. the thing I've ever seen. I just want to let you know that all you got to do is you just need to put in your affiliate links in the chat and we will not share them and it'll be fun. We'll have a great time. We already broke Morton who obviously does not listen to the show enough. (laughs) (laughs) Did you think we got less weird? No, man. We just added an intro to the weird. We're all good. (laughs) Random commentary on the intro you all made yourself. Exactly. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Um, uh, we we bring I figured it out finally. We bring the Great British Bake Off energy to the tech field. Oh no, that's what we do. <laughs> that sounds I about it right. Out last night, I just realized Noel Fielding and I have a lot in common. Okay, um, who you might better know is Old Greg, tech people. Anyway, okay, <laughs> yes, um, yeah, everyone's like, yeah, Old Greg. Okay, uh, let's talk about why we're really here today. It's not Black Friday. No. No. Uh, it is a really interesting uh, news drop announcement uh, from the PHP Foundation. That was this week, right? My time meter is like really off. I think it was this week. It's a weird week. It. It, was, it, was it was fourth quarter. It was fourth quarter. Yeah. Recently. Uh, so uh, JetBrains <clears throat> put out a post talking about the basically like the next stage of uh the PHP, the new, the, the next stage of PHP and how it's going to be governed and run as it is an open source framework. Uh, like other open source softwares, some of you, some of us may know and love and some of us, Morton, may know and not love anymore. But, um, sorry, not, <laughs> not funny enough. Okay. Uh, the point here is the PHP Foundation is, uh, is, be- is starting a thing and one of the the really the top mentioned company i looked they're mentioned first is automatic friend friend of wordpress <laughs> automatic 800 pound gorilla of wordpress i think it, yeah it's like the 800 pound gorilla in the room of wordpress is really what it is 
Um, so are we talking about Jetpack or are we talking about uh, WordPress? <laughs> jetpack, automatic, <laughs> you know. Um, so we thought it was really interesting that automatic was like, oh, yeah, we see how a structure like this could work for PHP. So we thought we'd talk about that a little bit and see if perhaps we could extrapolate that and see if there are other situations in which something that seems to be going like a good idea for the PHP Foundation could be extended. But first, we got to understand what they're doing. So we brought on uh, someone who knows what he's talking about. For once. Wow, we finally got an expert. Look at that. Like, hey, Morton, how you doing? Yeah. Hi. Hi, I'm Morton. <laughs> I was not featured in the spectacular intro. No, we don't do that to our guests. I'm, no. uh, I am no longer a contributor to the open source WordPress project. That is my <laughs> intro. Yeah. He, uh, and you passed on your essentials training uh, baton to yeah, Ali. Eventually. I can't actually don't know how to pronounce her last name. I just realized because I was about to say Nimmons. it out loud and I was like, whoops. Nimmons? Is it Nimmons? Nimmons. 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 I'm just guessing. My apologies, Allie. I don't say your name out loud ever, it turns out. Uh, just in my head. I believe I believe the name is Your Friendly Neighborhood Pain in the Ass. Yeah, that one's easier theory. to pronounce. That's <laughs> much easier to pronounce. It's yes. easier to pronounce that. Um, but yeah, so you've really moved on. But that's why I thought it might be cool to ask you about this one. Because really, what we're talking about here is a bigger structure than WordPress. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we're talking about PHP. That's way bigger than WordPress. Um, what WordPress wants to be. Yeah. Yes. So what are your thoughts? What What were your first thoughts upon reading this? Uh, <laughs> and how hard did your eyes, did your eyes hurt a lot or a little bit after they rolled back into your head? So reading that article, the very first thought that struck me was, oh my God, this, this is like a panic move. For this, like, you, you read it and you go, oh, what happened was the one key link that was holding the whole thing together was like, Fuck it, I'm gonna do something else. And then everyone's like, ah. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> we really needed that guy. Together. How the hell did we save this? And they just scrambled. Like it's literally you read it and you go like, okay, so this is a company that goes, shit, 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 shit. Our entire business is based as predicated on this thing living on. What do we do? Go find some blog post some random dude wrote like eight years ago and say, this is a good idea. Uh, call all the other people who's life depends on PHP still functioning, make a foundation, commit $100,000 to it just off the bat, just to get some money into it, and then immediately say, if you're a PHP developer, by all means, apply for this money right now. So all I'm reading there is like, the the ship is burning on fire. There's a guy with an axe on the bottom, like chopping holes in the bottom of it. You know, like sharks with tanks on their faces shooting at it. Is there and lava? Like, I think there's lava. Before this explodes, we should leave. Like, we, like sorry, not leave. We should definitely try to save it, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, the result of that reading, like uh, this is pure conjecture based on the article and how it's written. To, result of that is they've uh, done the only rational thing that anyone can do in a situation like that, which is to say, we make a foundation. We get a bunch of people together. They all pool money together. And then we start funding contributors because otherwise the whole thing falls apart. And then to make a foundation, we go to all the companies 
whose business is predicated on the existence or the continued existence of this programming language. And we say, hey, if you have a vested interest, show up with cash, right? And one of the key pieces there is if you look at the article, it says that JetBrains, who published the article, is committing $100,000. And then they say, we expect that we will have a running budget of $300,000. And there's a list of like 10 other companies that are much bigger than JetBrains. Yet somehow JetBrains is contributing one third of the money. And as Say pointed out, when you go look at the list, you'll see that the other contributors are people. Yeah, they're, they're uh, or small the, companies. Uh... Right. Well, here, I'll, I'll link you to the, so the cool thing about what they kind of glommed onto is the Open Collective, which is mm -hmm. basically like a, a, a shell, a pre-made shell that um, organizations like this can kind of use as their, I believe it's, is it actually the fiscal sponsor? I think it might, it, it might actually be the fiscal sponsor, but it's basically like the, the governance sponsor mm -hmm. and organizational component of the foundation. And so you can really, it's all open. Which is very cool, and you can go on there and you can go see um, who's contributed, how much they've contributed, and it has financial contributions and I believe code contributions also. So you can see both of those things. Um, so, so I mean, in terms of PHP, uh, besides the fact that this should have probably been done a little a little while ago, uh, it seems like this could be really a good thing, right? Mm -hmm. For PHP because this is a somewhat um, it's basically like crowdfunded, um, a crowdfunded nonprofit, a crowdfunded organization. So one of the, like, when you, based on the announcement, the whole purpose of the creation of this foundation is to fund open source contribution. Right. Right. Was Keeping fun. guy, what was Pay the people who do the work. Right. And they yeah. even say, like, you can apply for full time or part time funding and anyone can apply. So what they're saying is we have now, after X number of years, acknowledged that um, core contribution to the project has actual monetary value. And we are we are one like we want to remunerate the people for doing it because it's actual work. Right. Which is the struggle that the open source community in general has right now, which is um, in large part, the Internet and especially the web stands and falls on voluntary contributions from developers, yet somehow some companies are deriving enormous wealth from those or, contributions. Or sponsored contributions. Because like, for example, with the PHP, Nikita Popov uh, was working for JetBrains. So I'm mm -hmm. assuming that that 100,000 was just essentially that person's salary. Probably. And they were like, well, we're just taking this salary and we're going to put it over here. So if we were to extrapolate how that one, that could possibly work. <laughs> For another <clears throat> WordPress foundation or a similar foundation, that would really just mean taking the money that you put towards the employee that you have working on core contributions and putting mm -hmm. that into a pool yeah. um, where you would have less influence, yeah. but you would it would in theory be the same, same amount of work being done on the code since that person was being paid as if they were you know a full-time person. Yeah. And so, to be combined with more people doing that since in theory, it would be funded by, uh, you know, the collective. So there would be more positions available. And in, in what makes a lot of sense to me is that those people would then work together for the foundation, mm -hmm. as opposed to be working separately, contributing with these kind of, they work for a company, but they also have, they're also a core contributor. So they're also part of that team. So that, yeah. that real split that I feel 
can't can't help but split people's loyalties, but also really leads directly into the issue of control. And is the team being able to make the best decisions for the code or are they making the best decisions, you know, and the project, or are they making the best decisions for the company that actually cuts their paycheck? So this mm. this takes that out of the equation by having that money go to the foundation, which then pays the contributors. Yeah. And I mean, th there's a model for this already in the OpenJS Foundation, right? So the OpenJS Foundation uh, was the JavaScript Foundation and the Node Foundation that merged in 2017, I believe. And the reason why they did that was they recognized two things. Number one, um, they didn't have proper models for funding the people who were building the tools. And number two, they don't have a model for funding the infrastructure necessary for things to keep running. So what they did was they said, look, we'll collect money from the people that actually make money off JavaScript or Node. And then we will take it into a huge pot and then we'll have a foundation that doles out that money to say, oh, you're running some server that runs some sort of essential feature that everyone is using on the web. Then we'll pay for that server so that we know that it keeps running even if you don't want to do it anymore. Right. right. Or so that you don't have to like right. mow lawns to pay or for so the server. Or so you will want to do it more. Yeah. So you well, won't like, keep doing it. But it's not the the life and death of the thing is no longer contingent on a single person doing it, right? Right. Because and that's the best the foundation is funding it and they'll be able to fund someone else to take over if necessary and they'll right. fund the infrastructure, right? So that right. if there's like a flood, like we're having where I'm at right now, and then all of a sudden a server farm goes down because it's full of water, then they'll be like, Well, we have the money to move the data. Right. Whereas right now, a lot of these things are just they stand and fall on individual contributors being like, willing to just contribute endless time and money into it. So this is the responsible way of dealing with the problem. And even though, like I'm saying, they clearly spun this up in panic and it's very, very rusty and very, very unfinished. It's still a very clear signal that when like, when you have an open source project that isn't properly governed, if a single key person pulls out of that project, then the whole thing might fall apart. And like, this type of thing shouldn't be done like this, right? It should happened, be done when it's not dangerous. Like what were to happen? I don't know if we, like, I've never really thought about this because I don't like thinking about the bus factor, right? And Steve, who's not here today, always likes to call it the lottery factor. Like mm -hmm. if you were to win the lottery tomorrow, you would be, you know, bounce versus if you got hit by a bus and you would bounce. But the that's really the scenario right that's so that's the bus yep. factors this is one person is like the 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 one system what's that called the point of failure this one point of failure right gets eliminated from the system and everything falls down yeah i've never really thought about it in terms of the head our benevolent dictator the head of the project but for reals yeah uh, what so will happen if if obviously the lottery is not going to affect him but if I've asked... you know, something were to happen to him and like there's no you know there's a succession plan. Problem. There's a succession plan. Oh, okay. I've, succession I've plan? asked multiple people about this who know, and oh. they say there's a succession plan. I don't think anyone is clear on what it is or whoever is, whoever knows what it is, is not going to say it because that right. in itself would be a kind of risky. Um, but there apparently is a responsible succession plan in existence, as there should be. I mean, it's a huge, it's a huge thing. And, and the thing is, keep I mean, in I mind. Mean, I'd be... Matt runs a giant multi-billion dollar company. Right. You can't run a multi-billion dollar company without a succession plan. But the question well, then becomes, I'm, I'm is the succession more... plan tied to the company or to the open source project, right? Right. And yeah, my I'm assumption is more... it would be both. 
what impact would that have? Obviously, Automatic is going to have, you know, their their plans in place. So less worried about Automatic mm-hmm. and more in theory of, you know, the project itself, which has had kind of Matt as the North Star for forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you've got Josefa, who would, I'm sure, you know, step up. But she is already the executive director. I don't know if she'd step into the benevolent dictator spot. Like, that doesn't, like, are we the elect a new benevolent dictator? No. Um, but do, do we do we just pull Nason out of cold storage? Nason is too busy working for Facebook or the government or both. I think right, probably both. Yeah. So so really, you know, I've talked about this to various people, not really on the air. Just the idea of why the WordPress Foundation doesn't do something like this as opposed to just holding the copyright and then having, I, I don't know if there's a name for it. Maybe you know, Morton. What is the name for the model that we are, is it just like public-private partnership, private open partnership? Like <laughs> this privately funded, company funded, sponsored contributor model. Like what is that called? I don't know if it has a name. It probably does, I just don't know it. Um, yeah, I don't know I think it either. Historically, there's a reason why the foundation doesn't do this, and it's because the foundation was specifically created just to protect the trademark, and they right. would have to change it. And the function of the foundation is the trademark governance itself. And mm. it's it's interesting because like people keep saying, like, there's this unclarity around it, right? Because in other com- communities, the foundation does something else. So right. everyone's like, why doesn't the WordPress Foundation do that? And then the answer is always the same, which is that's not what the foundation does, but they don't, no one has ever like gone out and said, look, I will explain it to you. These are the legal papers that say this is what's happening. But basically the foundation just protects the trademark and that's its role. And the foundation is just a piece of paper in a lockbox somewhere in a lawyer office, right? And it's basically just Matt that, that just controls the trademark. And you right. can, we can discuss that until the end of time. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the The bigger question is, why has it, like, if you look at what's happening with the PHP Foundation right now, that's a foundation that's spun up in panic, right? You are in a situation where things are falling apart, so you have to do something quickly. That's not the way to do it. The way to do it is when everything is stable and secure, you spin up a foundation and you start managing the project in a responsible way so that if something were to happen, you already have things in place. Now, if you go back and look, um, there's this really interesting um, uh, panel discussion about the launch of the OpenJS Foundation that happened at uh, the uh, JavaScript, what's it called? Uh, like th- there was a huge JavaScript conference in Berlin in 2017. I was there and they had this panel uh, discussion about the OpenJS Foundation. In that, JSConf EU is called, 2017. So in that, they say one of the main benefits of creating the foundation was it provides an ability for the foundation to go into negotiations with other companies on behalf of everything to say that, oh, so we want to enter into some sort of meaningful partnership with Microsoft or Adobe or you know Amazon, whatever, some big company. The big company will come back and say, I can't enter into a partnership with an open source project because the open source project doesn't exist. It's just a bunch of contributors, right? But when you have a foundation, you can have a meaningful negotiation with other entities to have collaborative partnerships. And what changed for them was instead of instead of acting defensively all the time about everything, they could hack, they could act proactively and say, we see a problem on the horizon, we can actually go and work on this before it happens, right? 
that's one of the key pieces to this. It's not so much about taking control away from some people and giving it to others as as turning the project into a viable project that can operate within the economic framework that exists in the rest of the world, right? And and then you get the whole political side, which is open source. An open source project can't speak for itself, right? So Automatic speaks on behalf of WordPress. Right. You. And right? they, they, they recently speak did that. On behalf of WordPress, they speak on behalf of Automatic. Wait, and there's did, no way they, they can recently... speak. Didn't they recently actually speak? Uh, wasn't there something that just came out that Automatic uh, was contributing to where they basically were the WordPress? We, yeah. you, you had it on your Twitter, but I can't remember yeah. exactly what it was. It's some, some symposium somewhere about some online safety in the UK or whatever. But right. the point is, WordPress doesn't have the, mechan like, the mechanical framework to actually do this. WordPress has no way of doing that because they don't have a foundation. They don't right. have a way for um, for power to be dissociated from individuals and become power that everyone subscribes to, right? And this is what the PHP Foundation is doing. This is what other open source projects are doing because they're realizing it's irresponsible not to do this. Now, the counter argument to this has always been, but everything is working fine the way it is, which is a nonsense argument because yeah, it is, but it's not due to uh, it's not due to good governance. It's due to a lot of luck. Right. And a lot of like the appeal of WordPress itself. But you're also seeing how brittle that is and how easy for it is for people to leave. And you're seeing that when you start getting competitors that are actually competitors, it becomes way more difficult. Yeah, and the, if, I think the WordPress project has been really self-organizing the community because it mm -hmm. has been this kind of tight knit um, friendly, really, community. And as it's gotten bigger, it has gotten more fractured. There's just too much of it to really be able to know the, all the people in it. And so it, the self-governance idea of kind of controlling your own thing, it, it's just too big for that now. Like it yep. just, you know, there's there's too many voices and too many people that are that are doing so many different things and so many businesses and whatnot that are, you know, based off of it. It's just, it's, it was possible before because it was so much more of a tight knit community, mm -hmm. but now we're really seeing, like you just said, like the fractures that come along with it and automatic is there to step into that position and they are stepping into it just, just by default. They're like, okay, well, we're representing WordPress here because there isn't anything. Well, <clears throat> it, it falls in line with my, what Matt said. I mean, I asked him about this ages ago in public. And he said, anyone who wants to speak on behalf of WordPress, just step in and do it, right? The, yeah. This is on tape. It's I don't from know if we want that, work. though. Yeah, we don't want that. No, I know. But like, that is the way he thinks about it. <laughs> right. right. That's the meritocracy. It, like, and then when someone tries to do it, it's like, look at my big hammer. I'm going to keep hitting you on the head until you leave with it, right? So it's not like, it's, it's very much a lack of understanding of, or a, a refusal to accept how the world, world really works because there's an island called WordPress where everything can be different, right? The problem is the rest of the world is sitting outside and being and moving on past And we're this not month. really, as, so we're not as much of an island as we were. It's, That's what really you're seeing with PHP is what you're seeing with a lot of open source projects right now, which is a maturation of the community into realizing, oh, we are infrastructure, we need to behave properly and we need to be rational about it. The one thing I'm very concerned about is that at some point someone's gonna be like, hey, let's make it into a DAO. Let's do <laughs> web free. Let's have right. crypto, oh, like oh, blockchain. No. If, if you, if you look, 
if you I look at the know. if you look at the state of the word announcement, he does. They He's do say NFTs. Yeah. Oh. So, so let's, sad. Let's hope, let's hope not. So sad. Also, also clinging on. Uh, to to go back to uh, what Morton said about uh, Matt saying that anybody. Uh, could act on behalf of WordPress. Uh, I mean, I feel like that's such a fucking cop out because it's yeah. basically like throwing code up on GitHub. Someone files an issue, and then you just get the response: "Pull requests welcome." Yeah, it's right. it's it's disingenuous nonsense, right? It, it's right. It, it's a dis it's a dissociation from how the world works. It just it's, doesn't it's work. Like that way. in my. Uh, I, you know, I always get this conflict when it comes to like Matt, because he, he really, I really do believe he believes in his, his own vision. Absolutely. Um, and so he has that genuine, you know, I think he's earnest. I think that's real, but I, um, so, so I never really want to paint him as a villain. I don't, I don't think I'm him of him as a villain, but there is something to be said for not listening to all of these voices within the community who keep being like rattling the warning signs and being like, Hey, this is a problem. And then the brain drain that results from that when people who are trying to point out real problems, uh, you know, are it's falling on deaf ears and everyone's like, well, this is going, this is going, you know, South and I gotta go and I can't stay here. And, you know, I think for, the project they're like fine go if you want to stay stay if you want to go go and that that even i think erodes the community feel even more because it doesn't it's like it doesn't matter if you're there or not you could be this person or that person it doesn't matter and so when you start feeling like you don't matter in the community and your insights or your opinions are irrelevant then you know you don't feel like it's really a community anymore and i think that when it, at the end of the day it's always like well it's whatever matt says like that's like living in a patriarchal household where you're like well father has spoken and that is the word that's what we're doing let me ask yeah. you a question what do you think would be the response to other companies other than automatic or other people forming something under the open collective if we are all able to speak for WordPress, our own selves, like forming that. I know there was a push towards that, obviously, with the governance project or at least a, a, a flag waving in that direction. Mm -hmm. But um, obviously it won't be helped by the structures that are in place because there's no incentive there. But do you think that's possible just with your little predictor hat on? Like that the community can step up and make a foundation or make an organization of some kind. Yeah, because and I think that's important. We should not necessarily call it a foundation because since there is the WordPress foundation, that really just creates confusion. So let's call it the organization, you know, for .org. Makes yeah. sense, right? Uh, <clears throat> based on my experience, the response will be, this was not, like, unless, it's, unless it passes by Matt's desk and he stamps it for approval, right. it, will be dis it will be discounted as something non-official and therefore something not to be considered uh hmm. with strong language uh because it if it's if it's not if it has not been approved by the top of the pyramid it is not official no matter what you do and uh, i mean if the whole community or a large part of it let's say all the other economic interests got together and did something like this it would just create a civil war within right. the community and it would and that create, would a, it would create a power struggle 
It would be, but that power struggle is already happening, right? You see right. these big hosting companies gobble up anyone who has any power, right? So there's mm-hmm. clearly something happening with consolidation of power. And this isn't, That's I'm not talking about WordPress specifically here. I'm talking too. about open source. All these companies are realizing that open source is extremely valuable. And more importantly, that having control over specific open source project can help them guide the internet in specific directions, right? So they're all investing heavily in it. And they've realized instead of trying to inject people into the project, you just buy the people who already have influence. Uh, Mm. So you're seeing consolidation of power under specific companies. Um, You're seeing investors that are like, because I've been contacted by investors from outside who are saying, hey, I want you to speak frankly about the WordPress project and whether or not we should invest in it and who we should invest in it. And I'm like, I'm not, I I don't touch this anymore. So whatever, I'll tell you the history of it. So there's clear interest from outside, and that interest has nothing to do with let's make sure WordPress is a nice, cushy place for people to work in and everything to do with how can we like plug our machine in and siphon as much money as possible out of it, right? Mm -hmm. And the best way to do that is to control the project. And because it's an open source project, eventually you will get consolidation of control in a couple of points. And if a large group of those outside influencers start working together, in a specific direction, you'll create a civil war schism type thing within the community, which will be detrimental to the community, which will result in a bunch of people earning a lot of money. And a way of avoiding this is introducing a proper governance model through some form of foundation-like thing. A way of creating a worse problem is to do something like a DAO, where you say (laughs) the people who buy, like this is, like I've been, I've been on this DAO train for a while now to try to explain to people how idiotic this idea is. Like a DAO, if you were talking about something where you had actual smart contracts in a system that would look, do like maintain a car fleet and make sure that everyone gets paid, that's fine. The way DAOs are used right now is to pretend that it's not a stockholder structure while it in reality is because you then issue uh, voting coins right? So the people with the most money get the most control. And then you just have the same thing you already have, except it's now crypto oh and therefore Web3 and blah, blah, blah. Like it's it's this, what people aren't seeing is that this entire conversation around all this stuff right now has to do with consolidation of power and deriving money off free labor, right? And that's what all these investors are seeing. Tons of people are giving away their work for free. Can we make money off this? Of course, we're going to put money into it then, right? How do we consolidate that power? So lack of action from the community during a time where nothing is happening is dangerous because at some point in the future, when something happens, like a key member leaves or some infrastructure breaks or something else, someone will pounce in and just take control, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's depressing as hell. Sure is. (laughs) But you know what's not depressing is it's the end of the show. That's, that's not depressing. That's kind of depressing. There's so much more to say. I did want to there is so the much. that I believe Joe Watkins uh, from JetBrains, yes, correct? Uh, someone, he was from, he's from somewhere. He's in the chat and wanted to, uh, yeah, say that, that the <laughs> foundation uh, just got hurried along because of Nikita yeah. leaving. So, uh, well, regardless of whether it was a, emergency or not it's still more than we have over He's here in PHP. the wordpress world so um oh from php sorry thanks hi joe <laughs> i have a bad memory anyway uh so i i really i i personally just to put a happy spin on it because mm-hmm. i like doing that and it's you know holiday weekend um i i'd like to believe that something like that is possible the structure's there the frameworks are there Automatic and Matt are obviously understand how important it is um, from a for, for PHP and mm-hmm. you know maybe the threat of civil war 
or total, you know, consolidation we're, is I, I don't know what the end game is, but I'd like to believe that these things are possible. And we're know. we're losing we're losing passionate people like Morton on the regular right now, but yeah. there still are a ton of passionate people out there. Right now there point. are. Yeah. And and yeah. right now this this time in changing, you know, with the full site editing and so much is changing. We're we're really shifting code bases. Like and every so much is consolidating. There's so much change happening right now that it really feels like this is a this would be a good time to bring this conversation up again. Mm-hmm. So and the be, like super super fo- focus like, important. All credit to the PHP Foundation for doing this. Yeah, everyone yes. who's involved in that needs credit for yeah. it because this is a way of ensuring the longevity of a programming language, and it's very difficult to do. Like what they've done here is an enormous amount of work. And it, and they're like embarking on a very difficult journey to make this work. But the end result will be that the people who contribute to the project will end up being paid for the work, which is a really big thing in open source. And hopefully this can lead to other similar open source projects realizing we can make funding models that actually work. Because one of the big critiques of you know the governance project and anyone who ever drinks this up is there's no example of how to do it. And no matter how many times we say, but the OpenJS Foundation is doing it, there's always been long like, well, it doesn't work for here. The PHP Foundation doing it is much closer to what WordPress is and what Drupal is and what Vue is and what all these other things are. So it provides a viable example that you can then inspect and say, what are they doing right? What are they doing wrong? What can we learn from it? How can we do something similar? So there's definitely a path here. And PHP, the PHP Foundation is in many ways forging a path for others to follow. So it's well worth investing both in the foundation itself to keep it going, also look at what they're doing and see how it works to see what can be learned from it. Awesome. Well, that's it. Thank you very much for hanging out with us, Morton. We really appreciate it. I we, really, we, 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 we really do appreciate it. And uh, thank you all for hanging out with us and uh, chatting with us in the chat. We appreciate that as well. Talk to y'all later. You have a good one. Bye-bye. Go over to wpwarcore.com slash subscribe to subscribe to this content and all the content that we put out on the network. You can go over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and you can even watch us over on YouTube. Talk to you all later. You have a good one. Bye-bye.